This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. It's Tuesday night, we're up the top of the tower, of course. We are the Fight Disciples. Come up next at 60 minutes of the very best of Merseyside Fight Sports. We have been absolutely spoiling you rotten recently with so much boxing. It's been ridiculous. Obviously, we had that massive show at the Echo Arena, and we've got much more to come in the coming weeks. Callum Smith this week was confirmed for the undercard of Anthony Joshua. We're hearing that's going to be chief support, and no doubt his opponent will be named, hopefully in the next seven days. So to stay across that, catch up with Fight Disciples, at Fight Disciples on Facebook and Twitter, and at The Fight Disciples on Instagram. We'll keep you abreast of everything. And then if you didn't know already, uh, where were you when I told you last week? We're going to be in New York next week. It's the Big Amir Khan fight. So the Fight Disciples will be coming live from New York all of next week. So don't miss that again. Uh, much more boxing to come. But this week, uh, I'm going to dedicate it to mixed martial arts. As I say, we've had loads of boxing recently, but also there's so many great fighters from this city who do their business inside the octagon. I'm delighted to say one of them joins me in the studio. It's been just over 12 months since he was last in the studio with me, Gavin Big Tasty Hughes. Welcome back, my mate. Cheers, thank you. Looking well, looking lean, looking yeah, fresh. Always am. <laughs> Little bit late tonight. Who've we got to blame for that? Tom has to be Tom Blackledge. <laughs> you know the man's got media engagements. He just made me mop the floor before I left. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even get away to get a radio interview because Tom Blackledge is cracking the whip. <laughs> nothing changes. Absolutely nothing changes. Um, looking really well, my mate. And Jeez. loads of news going on at the moment, of course. Yeah, uh, Bellator, uh, Bellator debut. So, but mostly uh, fighting back in the UK now. So. Happy to uh, be back home now. Of course, yeah. Fight Disciples listeners may remember that last year Gavin was in the studio. He was heading over to South Africa uh, fighting on the EFC promotion. He'd made that as home. But as he's just said, he's back in the UK now. He's signed with Bellator. Um, they've got a show on in Birmingham on May the 4th. It's at the Resort World Arena, which for, the, for, the, for real money, it's the <laughs> NEC Arena in Birmingham, the big 16,000 seater there. As well as Gavin being on the bill, St. Helens heavyweight, Rob Beach is on there, and former Cage Warriors middleweight turned, now he's a light heavyweight, Lee Chadwick, the butcher himself, also features on that card. Um, great cards come back with, and obviously sign him with Bellator, with their big push in the UK yeah, now, Gavin. Yeah, he seems to be that busy as well, yeah. Like that's like the main thing with them. Like, you think these big shows just get left like one fight, and they're all like abroad, and you don't get a fight, but they're just banging them out, so, like, I think they're like five shows for the rest of the year, so... I think they've it's already done like, a couple as well. They've already done. They've already done. Was that Newcastle? Newcastle was that yeah, this year? The start of the year, weren't it? You know, in UFC, we. You know, what do we get our UFC these days? One a year, two yeah. if we're lucky. I think we got two the other year, didn't we? Because they did the next one with Darren Till. But mm. usually, it's that February or March show in London, and yeah. that's all we get. So Bellator doing six, especially when they seem to just put the European lads on there. So it's like the waiting round for shows with with Bellator. Yeah, it's like we've got loads. We've got like we got a good. Good, good, good few fighting in a year, like absolutely. Of no, course, I, I need to get a fight in myself with the way EFC have been. But yeah. um, what better to do it with Bellator? Of course, yeah. So have you got a long term deal with Bellator? Is it a one fight deal? It's a is one it fight a... deal. But obviously, when I smash this kid, they'll give me a contract. Then yeah, I think it'd be a three, three fight contract. Then yeah, brilliant. The um, the scope with Bellator, as you say, it's so strong at the moment. With Jude Samuels coming, yeah, they're really you know they're pushing the UK operations six cards this year. You know, obviously, I think when most people talk about MMA, you talk about the UFC. But from a British fighter perspective, who's still who's still trying to climb up the mm-hmm. ranks, 
You want to be bit, get busy. Yeah, you know that that's yourself. the main thing, is being busy and part of me. You don't get paid when you're, when you're not fighting, do you? Of course. It's when you've got kids and I've got another one on the way, so. That's right, yeah, yeah. You know is that mean? number two, is it? Yeah, number two, I'm done now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. See, this always happens with number two because you have number one and you think, actually, this is not that hard. Yeah. This is quite straightforward. No, not what I've been told now with the second oh, one. Oh, mate, honestly. Say what, Rosie, my little girl, she's, she's hard work, though. Yeah, well, she's a girl, you see. Yeah. See, I had a little boy first. Mm. Couple of weeks in, you're like, mate, this is easy. Let's yeah. have another one. No, this is not a problem. And then he had a little girl, and that's it. Never again. That's Never it. Never again. <laughs> Two and out. Two and out. <laughs> Two and out. I'm done now, though. <laughs> but in terms of Bellator, as I say, opportunities coming thick and fast. You've got this show first on May the fourth. Yeah. So what's happened with the UFC? Have you cut ties with them now? No, or? yeah, we've cut ties. Obviously, it was hard because it was a title contender fight, and they wouldn't send me out unless there was obviously it was a contender fight. Um, and there was just no one there. They were saying, so they said I had to wait for the fights to happen to see what what I who was I, I was going to fight. Mm. Um, they gave me a few few dates and then let me down. But I think that was just the way it was. Where the rankings was, it wasn't their fault. It was just obviously they've got to pay for me to go over, yeah. which is understandable. Like EFC, were, they were a top show. Yeah, um, I'm dead grateful for them as well. Like you know, I traveled traveled to Joburg and Cape Town for a world title as well so of course. You know, they're good experience I'm taking this into Bellator now as well so absolutely to... and listen the, Bell the Bellator field is absolutely stacked you know the lightweight division alone domestically yeah. you know you've got Ryan Scope Alfie Davis Terry Brazier Tim Wilde you know there's names yeah, in there, there which is, are good there? domestic names and they're throwing them out as well they're all on the cards and some of them are the, the main event in them as well yeah Ryan Scope so, main event in yeah, Newcastle didn't he yeah so which is obviously you know you, you work towards getting a good a good win in Birmingham, and then you can kind of go, okay, well, listen, you know Liverpool works. I was going to say exactly the same. Cage Warriors smashed Liverpool. Liverpool Darren Till came and smashed yeah. Liverpool. You know, the money was, the tickets there were like, yeah. you know, rocking us. Definitely, isn't it? And so I think Bellator are just waiting for, waiting for a Liverpool that, yeah. name to go, okay, you can come in. I think that's what these shows are about, aren't they? Trying to get someone who's a big name in the city and then like expand it and do the show there. And yeah. I sell tickets, me, I always have done. I've not been able to the past couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have done it. Couldn't have done it. No, but um, like I've got a I've got a big support coming up with me at Birmingham. Brilliant. Like so, can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, out of all them names there domestically, you know, there's there's the likes of Brazier and Wild and Scope, and obviously the meal ticket seems to be Aaron Chalmers. These these are all yeah, fights all... that can be made easily. Yeah, but there's there's a lad on there. The Brazier got beat by Bungard. Yeah, I yeah. fought him. I beat him That's as like, well. Chris, is it Chris, Chris Bungard? Bungard yeah. The Scottish kid. Yeah, the Scottish yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Forty-one ACB. That's right. Yeah, so beat him. So, so you'd even be down for that rematch. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'll fight anyone. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever Tom says, I fight. The the beauty of this lightweight division, as I say, domestically, loads of good fights for yeah. you. So you you can kind of pick off three or four names and go bang, bang, bang. Mm. Suddenly you're the number one in the UK now on on Bellator's roster. Yeah. And then you look on the Bellator roster. You're looking at Michael Chandler at the top of the tree, obviously yeah. with the belt. Uh, Pitbull, Freer, Josh Thompson, Benson Henderson. Big give, international names as well. Exactly. They're not just like keeping that away and just keeping it Europe. They're banging them like them opportunities for us like yeah. it's it's a good like it's you know it shows how good Bellator would have been with the Europe as well you know when when, big names. when Bellator came to the table you know how did it kind of work out did you did you approach them did they approach, approach just you just approached Tom I think because I'd not fought for a bit obviously everyone was wondering what was going on mm -hmm. Um it was just the FC at the time obviously with being a title contender fight that was it yeah 
it was like a, to be honest, we've, we've still been switched on. We've still been training hard the last twelve months. Apart from that, I've been learning as well. Now I've not been just in camp. Yeah, just in camp. But we've had like a couple of camps thrown at us, like fights possibly with the FC, and we got let down. So we've still stayed switched on. It's not like we've just been been slack and just learning. We've been, been the last twelve months has been constantly learning, but switched on at the same time. Yeah, staying in shape. Yeah. Which Tom doesn't let you get out of shape, does he? No, of course not. That's just the way I think last time I come here, I had two black eyes, Yeah, didn't you I? did. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was like, you look dead fresh. You look really well. You've been That's what you meant by that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you look dead fresh. In other words, you don't look like you've been beaten yeah. up the minute before you come I in. think I was about to fly. I was flying a couple of days later last That's time. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was my last spot, I think. We'll, uh, we'll definitely come on to the South Africa and that whole experience later on in the show, but... Again, coming back to the, the Bellator opportunity, they pick up the phone, they speak to Tom, they find out you're available. Was part of that because you didn't win the title? Would that have locked you into EFC if you'd, um, have won, the, if you'd have won the belt? No, not necessarily. They want to feed you to a big show like Bellator. Right, okay. So, UFC, so EFC, EFC yeah. understand that they, yeah, they're yeah. a feeder to they're Bellator feed, as well yeah. as UFC. Yeah. Because I know sometimes... You know, it was in the contract anyway. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was that, in the, the contract. The certain organisations that UFC could come in. or Bellator, it was. Right, okay. So that was Tom or the organised that. Yeah. Um, they want to feed you. They're a, f- you know, they're a massive show. Yeah. But they, they do understand what's above them, which is Bellator and UFC. They're not a show that's trying to compete. Yeah. To a certain extent, you know that they, they are happy to feed you, which they are more than welcome to. Yeah, of course. As I say, with with Bellator at the moment, you know, for for a long time, you know, I, I probably rightly. I explain Bellator in football terms as being like Europa League. Yeah. The UFC's the Champions League. Bellator's like the Europa League. But the difference is now, as, again, just to reiterate, it's, not getting like that, isn't you, it's, it? it's, it's changing now. Yeah, it's mad. It, it was like that two or three years ago, on, you know. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, wait a minute. Now you've got people like MVP. And now yeah. you've got people, you know, there's, there's names coming through on Bellator roster that you go, he do the business over here. Yeah, you know, there's absolutely no problem at all. Chandler's probably the one that's probably missed out because he he could have easily won a yeah, UFC definitely. title. And we've seen fighters go from Bellator. And, and become UFC champions. So the, the the mix isn't there. But the big thing the, for British fighters now who, who are waiting, let's say, for someone like Paddy Pimlet, who's you know who's probably got options out there, why would you choose UFC when you get you might get to fight in London once a year? Mm. But other than that, you're fighting overseas. Fighters want to be active. I know I want to be active. It's Six like or seven fights in the UK. Even if they went, listen, we're signing you, but you're only going to fight in the UK. Yeah. You've got six, seven shows a year. Yeah, exactly. Happy days, no See, problem. I think that's what we were looking at. Which, uh, they, were, they come in a little bit before last year, at the end of last year. And Tom, obviously, we didn't know what we were going to do. So we, we held back a little bit. Um, and then we heard that they were doing that many shows. And we just jumped at it then. A no-brainer, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. That's what it is. You've got to be active. You can't be just left or right, you know, under contract and just left. It's what happened a little bit mm-hmm. with the FC. Yeah. Obviously, it was out of their hands with, like, people to fight but you're know, just still left aren't you a little bit you know yeah. you want to fight don't you you need fight you need to, need to earn wages don't you well that's it you know it's not, it's not like you're, you're fighting and winning you know a quarter of a million dollars exactly, or, or yeah. two million dollars or whatever I when think that's another thing with Bellator at the minute they're paying a lot more than well like other shows or even UFC at the minute you know you can't get sponsor deals you can with Bellator yep. there's loads of like there's always a good point to it but having them being active as well I think the well, that's it. I think a lot of fans don't even appreciate that. Again, I've made that differential between UFC and Bellator, but make it clear that when you sign for the UFC, you get tied to a Reebok contract in and around the fight and on fight night. You can only wear Reebok gear. They have yeah. uniforms. 
but they have never they've never brought that in in Bellator. They've no. never brought it's like the UFC used to be. So you can sell sponsorship on your shorts. Yeah. You can sell sponsorship on your banner. And in a lot of ways, that was why Vita Belfort left the UFC. Yeah, one of the biggest that. names yeah. in the UFC because he said, "I'm losing." Hundred thousand dollars a fight. Well, in America, it's massive. In the sponsorships in America, is just Crazy. silly, isn't it? So, but it's you like, know, that's that's more than most people make for a yeah. world title fight. He was losing that just in sponsorship. Yeah. It's kind of insane. So sometimes it, the Bellator model always seemed. You always felt like, well, if that would work. They just they just don't do enough shows. They're just not busy enough. Yeah. They haven't got the right TV deal. Well, now they're doing seven shows in the UK. They're on Sky Sports. They're also on Channel Five every now yeah, and again because it's all owned by yeah, Viacom. They did the prelim on Channel Five, yeah, and then the main card on Sky Sports. Like either way, you get them. Either yeah, way, you get an exposure. Yeah, you get exposure. Either way, you're not in Africa. You know, exactly. coming back and going, oh yeah, this is how I got on yeah. kind of thing. But that experience, I said again, well, I want to talk about that, Af- that experience about fighting in South Africa. But before we end part one, I just want to ask you about your opponent here, Mohammed Yaha. Yeah, yeah. Is it still? Is it still yeah, him? It's yeah, still yeah. Him, yeah it's still him. UAE fighter, similar to yourself, only got one career defeat on his record. He fought. I think he made his debut in Bellator Newcastle, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat a lad. No, I think it was before that. You know, I'm not sure. Was it, it was Newcastle? I'm not sure. I know he definitely fought in Newcastle. Yeah, was he that, had, was, yeah. that might have been his second Bellator. Yeah. I'm not sure, but he beat a lad. From, I'm going to say Hartlepool, Middlesbrough, someone like that. I think he beat someone from up that way. Seen the video, yeah. What what you make of him stylistic? Ashley Griffiths, he beats Ashley Griffiths. It was in Bellator, Newcastle, yeah. But you know, at this stage, are you thinking a lot about opponents still, or are you just all about being the best, Gavin Hughes on the night? I'm just always better than myself. That's what we've been doing the last twelve months. But don't get me wrong, I've watched them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, he's a fighter from the UAE, the Middle East, which obviously isn't a notorious area for yeah. the pedigree, if you like. However, you know... He signed to Bellator. So he signed to Bellator. He won on his Bellator debut. You, know, you can't take that away from him. Beat a local lad in front yeah. of a, a, you know, more, no, more than likely a partisan crowd. And he hasn't played on four for a little bit, so people always say that as a... You know, he could come totally different. You've got to yeah. expect that as well. You know, he could have been... Obviously, he signed for Bellator, so he's, he's going to be worth He's not going to be... Sitting around doing nothing, is he? He's going to be working on his game, improving it, like I've been doing. Yeah. Like I, I know we're going to see a different me on my next fight because that's what we've been working on. That's why we've pulled away a little bit, work on it, and then come back and show everyone on Bellator. What, what just think, just think we'll get a flashback of the guillotines, the guillotine run again, or are you working on something else? I can feel it, like because I can see we, we, it does give his neck quite a bit. Like well, you had a lot of guillotines, <laughs> and then you went you went to knocking people out, and yeah. then you, I'm wondering if you transition them back to a nice. I do guillotine. like that guillotine, like yeah. <laughs> that is the marquee move, and it yeah, that's a trademark. I love that, <laughs> absolutely. Can't help it. <laughs> and that's what you want on your debut. Yeah. Here's my trademark. Boom, take that. Hello. One thing I always talk about, and I always try and push into fighters, especially is. Media week's as important as the fight. The microphone after you win is as important as the finish because we've talked about it there. Scope, Davis, Brazier, Chalmers. Mm. There's names out there that Bellator can go, okay, well, if you want to call him out, we can do... Okay, let's, let's say what, let's do Liverpool. Let's do this co-main event. Let's yeah. put the lightweight title at the top of the bill and put... There's, the opportunities are there. Yeah. But you won't get it if you don't ask. Don't ask, yeah. Yeah, man, you got to get on that microphone and rock it. So you're gonna make a, why don't you to make us a promise here do, now I to go? Do, I will, I will do, get the now, mic <laughs> and I will call someone out. I will on the do place. definitely. Yeah, man, That's not normally me that either, but you gotta do it though. I wanted to, I wanted to come with a pill, so exactly. Listen, gotta get it here. I spent li- literally four or five years traveling all over Europe, all over the world, following Paul Sasson, Terry Etten when they were in the UFC, and I used to say to them, "Ask for Liverpool, ask for Liverpool, ask for this fight." Ask for... But the two of them, 
wouldn't do it because that just wasn't the way they are. Yeah. They're two nice fellas. They, no, no, whoever the UFC want, yeah, I'll fight anywhere. That kind of attitude. That until rolled the wrong and went, right, I want to fight him and I want to fight him in Liverpool. And he made it happen. And he got it, didn't And he, he? made it happen. Yeah. So, honestly, if you get on that mic at Bellator and go, listen, I'm big tasty. I'm here now. You've seen what I can do. Get me such and such and I'm in Liverpool. I have, I have been thinking about Let that. Let me main like, card in Liverpool. Let's do it. Got the venue, haven't we? The venue's right there. We know MMA works there. Yeah. Shows sell Sells out there out, all the it? time. Bellator with the momentum they've got. Sky Sports cameras. And they're doing them local. It's not like they're, they're, doing, they're doing enough over here. It's just about... Just it's not all about London. It. Just when, in it? Exactly. That's all it is. It's just not all about London. It. That's the main thing. Stick with us. You're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'm Nick Pete. Gavin Hughes still in the studio with me. Coming up in part two, I'm going to ask him a little bit more about South Africa. And of course, a couple of hours away from Liverpool versus Porto at Anfield. I know Gavin's a big red like me. We're going to talk about, well, we're going to have a bit of a love in because we're going to win the Champions League and then we're going to win the league. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Delighted to say Gavin Hughes, the big tasty himself, still joins me in the studio. We're talking about Bellator Birmingham. It goes down on May the 4th at the Resorts World Arena. Again, layman terms, it's the NEC. It's kind of like saying the MS Bank Arena. I'd rather just say it's the Echo. Just Let's the just echo, say it's it? the Echo. We right. know it's the Echo. It's the NEC. That's where it's going down. Massive show. Gavin's on there. Rob Beecher's on there. Lee Chadwick's on there. A nice little Merseyside contingent. Uh, tickets are available now if you can get down there. As I say, these Bellator shows, they're coming thick and fast. And the main man in front of me, he's going to rock that mic and he's going to call for the show in Liverpool, which I guarantee will be a massive success as well. Um, before we talk about a bit more about Liverpool, mate, I just want to go back to Cape Town. Last time you were in the studio, last March, you went out there to fight for the uh, EFC lightweight title. Suffered your first career defeat. Looking back on it now, um, learning curve, mistakes, you know, any regrets? Yeah, definitely learning curve, definitely. Just, well, you know, it was a good experience going over there, all that stress being a body and that, you know, like all the stress of the fight and everything. But I've learned from it. Like, I was winning the fight. It was two rounds up and he yeah. just caught me. But little things like, just little things about to learn, work on and that where Tom said, like, need to do this and need to do that. And when I get tagged, I get like, just like little things you do. That's what we've been working on the last 12 months. Yeah. But, um, you know, it annoyed me at the time, but now it happened for a reason. Of course. Now I look back at me fights and I watch them and I think, oh, wow, why was I doing that? Like, little things now that we've changed. Yeah. It's all just the learning curve, isn't it? It's on my first loss. Unbeaten as amateur, unbeaten as a pro till then. But um but I've learned from it. Um What was that like to to get there and be like your name in lights, your main picture on the poster? Because I think when you when you're fighting the FC, you probably don't experience properly that world title build up as if it yeah, was in the UK. Until you get there. Because all the media and everything else, that's that's all it's, it may as well be a million miles away. Yeah. Because you're here, you're just saying at the gym, you're still, you know picking the missus up, going shopping, doing whatever. You might get a bit of press with us yeah. or whatever it may be, but the odd phone call, but that's about it. There's but then you, you arrive in there, Africa yeah. and it's like, bomf, yeah. posters everywhere. You're on the telly and everything. You're sitting in your hotel room and you're on the screen and everything. It's, uh, but it's, that, it's their biggest show, isn't it? There? Of course. And I was fighting like their, big, their biggest name as well over there. He was like their vet. Yeah, yeah. He was like their McGregor over there. Of course. Um, but it was good, though, good experience. What was the what was the fans' reaction like? Because previously you'd said when you'd fought at the FC, you were like the fans are great, they love yeah. it, man. They just love a good fight. They like yeah. us. They were, they were like, I had, like, they say I've got a big a big support in Cape Town now from that fight, 
as I said, I was beating him. Do you know what I mean? I was beating there like their best lad. Mm-hmm. And he just caught me. Do you know what I mean? It's just one shot. That's, did you switch off for a second? Did you? Was it? Were no, you thinking just, that just, this is easy? Just, this or did he just catch you with something you didn't see? I just went into that scrap mode, didn't I? <laughs> when, as Tom says, he just goes. I, I get caught. I get it. And go, oh, come on, Emmett. Let's have it, come in. <laughs> you'd actually see me do that. I actually see it and go, yeah, come on then. Oh, but no. what it is. But they're them little things that we're learning from. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Them little, little, little things when to pull back and then stay switched on and listen, and listen to my coach as well. Yeah. That's what we've been doing, working on. Well, that's it. That's that. That's just the inexperience of being in a big title fight. Yeah. When you're winning easy, when you're winning, when you're rounds up and you go, yeah, come on then, let's have it. I think he was like 40 fights in as well. Do you know what I mean? He'd, yeah. He fought for the title twice as well. At different weights, mm-hmm. so with that experience, you know, like you've. Are you settled now at lightweight? Is this your weight yeah, division? Definitely, I think I could make feather, but it's not about struggling to make weight. You got to no. perform as well. Absolutely. You know I mean, everyone's like, "Oh, you could do this, you could do that." Well, it's all right doing it, and making a weight, but you got to perform at it. Yeah. Like I don't struggle, but that's just because I know what I'm doing. I got the right people around me. Yeah. But um, but. Yeah. Well, the weight obviously the weight's small. a big issue at the yeah. moment. You know, obviously that's the big topic of conversation around Darren Till right now, whether mm. he should move up. But I'd seen on Cage what he is yesterday. Soren Bach, who came to Liverpool. Yeah, he's feather now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he moved yeah. down, didn't he? And four Paddy a feather in Liverpool. Yeah. Made his fe- he was lightweight champion. Four Paddy a featherweight in Liverpool won, and they they had him on the bill. He's he's fighting in a couple of weeks for the featherweight title. Yeah, yeah, but yesterday he come out and said. Do you know what? I don't want to fight for the title. I'm going back to lightweight because he, uh, I'm just not physically right for it's the It's your everyday life as well. And you, it changes, doesn't it? Because obviously it's all about your weight cut. You, your life can't be about weight cut on your fight camp. So you shouldn't really, you shouldn't really be on camp. And we're just always training. Yeah. But it, but it, when it's just all about cutting weight, it's not nice. It's no. not enjoyable. You still got to enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, it's the point. It's this is why we do job. it. You know, if you, if you do, if you don't enjoy it, you, you know, you're in the wrong sport, aren't you? Yeah. But um, but for, for one fifty five, then you you're not cutting like weeks out. It's just the case of slowly drying out and then yeah, having a cut dry, fight yeah. week, just couple of days. The body. Yeah, like I'm like seventy seven point five when I wake up now, so still seven and a half kilos a cup. But but I'm eating eating well. Yeah, training hard. So you've got to fuel yourself for your training. Yeah, otherwise just you don't perform even when you're training. You've got to still perform in your camp as well. Of course, it'll be nice as well for you ahead of this show on May the fourth. That. You haven't got this long haul flight yeah. to South Africa to, to to balance in about your weight cut and everything because yeah. that must have been quite difficult. Yeah, because you're flying because you know you blows up when you're in the air. You're not meant to be in the air for that long, are you? Of course. So, but as I said, it's just all learning curve experience because we're gonna do that again. Hopefully with Bellator, doing traveling and stuff. And we've already done it. Yeah. That's why we've done it with the FC first before we hit the big shows. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of Bellator, then how how long are you expecting it's gonna take you to get? To climb up to the top ten, does that just depend on opponents? Yeah, but they seem to be giving us good, good opponents. Like, I have to say, um, just get this fight up the way, and then, as you said, call someone out, get rock to that Liverpool, mic. rock it, that mic. Listen, <laughs> we're desperate for Liverpool. Of course, we are absolutely desperate. But, uh, and I'm sure it'll come because we're a fighting city, of course, and Bellator have got all these shows to do. So, I've noticed that. Um, Martin Van Staden, who beat you in the, yeah. for the lightweight title, he's actually lost yeah. twice since. Did you see those fights? What was the performances yeah, they, they, like? I think they've tried to say that he didn't lose the first one, right. and then the the fella retired. Then I think of his name, but he um, he retired anyway. And the last fight, I was only I only watched the first two rounds, and then instead of to get to say it always goes off online all the time. The UFC, yeah, but um. 
So Dave Mazzoni, he retired, yeah. did he? But he said that was a close fight and he was going to have a rematch. Right. But then he retired. Got you. And then there was a, an English lad who just beat him. That Joe Cummins. Yeah. Like, I, half expected him, like... I half expected him to pop up on this Birmingham Bellator show, that Joe Cummins. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's, he's for much lad, though, has he? He's like, no, he's not on the bill, so. No. He fights and then just goes missing for a bit. Because yeah. I think he's the only, what's his record? He's had a couple, but he's a... He's a He's a UTC lad, so yeah. he's obviously. I think he owns the gym, you know. Does he? Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. The league has had too many. Five and one he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. He's one of them names that you expect to pop up. He'll pop up and win, and then disappear again. Yeah, that's right. what I thought myself. But he's fought quite a lot on EFC. Yeah. So I, I just thought with you signing for Bellator, I thought, I wonder if they'll sign him as well, because that would yeah. be an easy match to make and go, okay, yeah, well, done, the two lads that were over in the EFC, boom, let's bring yeah. this together. But um, there's plenty of time for that, mate, I'd say. There's, lo- there's loads of opportunities. So, um, Looking back now then, the, the EFC experience, did you think, do you think it's ultimately made you a much better fighter, even though you've had to fight away from home and you've basically, your fa- I, I'm guessing your fan base has kind of suffered because... You haven't been able to. Yeah, it's gone quiet, hasn't it? Well, for that's a it. People bit, go, yeah. "Oh, is Gavin fighting? Oh, yeah, he fights in Africa, don't he? Oh, right, yeah, okay." Yeah. Once people drop off, it's hard to then go. Listen, I'm fighting back in the UK again now. Yeah, you better I think get that down shows there. like the support I have got over here. Like that's still been very active. Like even when I got this fight, social media just went mad. Yeah. Um, but I've got a good, got a good uh, fan base over here. That's why we can bring it here, Bellator to Liverpool, couldn't we? Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's the main thing. You need them to make loads of noise, and you need to get on that mic. And no, I think it. I've, um, I think I'm gonna have like about 150 coming up to Birmingham, like easy. Brilliant. So good support, like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, most of them out of the gym, or. Yeah, well, a coach down iron, titanium. Yeah. So good, big support there. Yeah. And then we've got the Blackheads lads as well. So there's just loads. How's that camp going with Tom? I noticed the other day on his on his social media, he, he showed me a picture, and it was just like the 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 mats were just packed. They always are, you know. Yeah. It's just Tom. He's just that. Um, he's got a good vibe in the gym. Just keeps that. But Bath, nice. He's a top coach, isn't he? Of course. When you're that well known, that much of a top top fella as well, you just attract good people around you, and the team's just stuck. Yeah. And um, then you're gonna see like a lot of good fighters coming out of there soon on big shows. We know we've got Andrew Clamp. Mm-hmm. He's been out a little bit, but he's gonna be coming back soon. We've got a. Got a good few lads there going to be coming out on big shows. I always thought soon. that Tom, at the time when he was still fighting, I was thinking <clears> he's got so much potential just to to push on. But then you've seen him coaching on tough and yeah. things like that, and I've seen him coaching so busy as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the coaching does take a big part of it as well. But uh, but uh, on the outside looking in, I was thinking he's probably a he's probably a more dedicated coach than he is a fighter. Which yeah. is which is a, a weird lot thing of injuries though, didn't he? Did, he? Yeah, yeah, he struggled, yeah. So. yeah. His knee went and stuff, and it went, went again quite re- quite recently as well. Yeah. So he suffered by then. He's just been very unlucky, hasn't he? Of course. Heavyweight is hard, isn't it? Nah, when you put that giant frame. But look yeah. at look at the top heavyweights in the sport. So look, he has to fight once a year. Yeah, definitely. I like Tom. I like Tom a lot, and it's it's great to hear that the gym's going going really well, and there's opportunities like this. People like Bellator coming in and putting fights on the table for gyms like that because. It, it's a bit like Cowbon where you're like the young lads struggle to get matched up because yeah. of who the coach is, because of who the gym is. Yeah. But when Bellator are coming to town and they're going, Okay, we're doing seven cards here, we need fighters and we need good level fighters. Yeah. People like people like Tom and Colin Heron must be rubbing their hands together going happy days. Yeah, definitely. Of course. Um 
the rest of 2019 then for yourself what's the what's the perfect scenario here obviously May 4th is the is 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 number one and then it's just a case of pushing well, we've got a London car pretty soon afterwards haven't he yeah so hopefully get this win and then we sign a contract with them then then basically just want to get straight straight back out again would you like to make that US debut as well I think a lot of yeah that'd be a good one that like just nice to get over there wouldn't nice. it because Tom spent time in the US hasn't he yeah but obviously Rampage as well and yeah a few others like so be nice just to get that experience to get over there and, yeah. but that's the beauty of the Bellator roster it's not like the EFC roster is 80% African South African fighters and mm. you know the the likes of uh, a Cage Warriors roster is 90% European and but the Bellator roster is 60% American. So you want to have that look, you want to get that feel. And we've already travelled as well, like I said before, that experience is it's going to count now when we go into Bellator and we start travelling. It's We've done it already. I don't think there's many UK lads that have done that, what I've done. No. Four for altitude, four for the world title. So I've taken a lot of experience in now though. Yeah, well that's it, you're, you're ticking boxes along the way on this journey. Which, yeah, exactly, that's what it's exactly what it is. Yeah, which, which a lot of fighters haven't done. Mm-hmm. And in some weird ways, I, I know it doesn't... I a lot know of them can nice, be rushed as well. Of like, course. Yeah, definitely. And especially when you get to, you might, you get to a big show like Bellator, the opportunity to go, oh yeah, go on, yeah, fire fighting. Right? Let's talk about Aaron. You know, he, he's got his big shot on Bellator. Obviously, he's he's got that opportunity because he's... He's a kid that's he's Alan Chalmers sells from, tickets from Geordie as well, Shaw. He, as he sells well. tickets. It makes sense. Let's bang him on the main card in Newcastle. I get it, but the kid's you know lost his last fight, but he's he's getting opportunities on a stage that's he's not ready for. Yeah, you know he's he's, he's experience wise, he's not ready for this level. I think it's only the fact that he's got some kind of celebrity attached to him. Is that he's handling the moment? He's doing better on what, like he's doing unreal. Yeah, he is, isn't he? He's if if you look at some of the guys in the UFC, like Sage Northcutt and um, who's the wrestler guy, CM uh, CM, CM Punk, Punk yeah. CM Punk, he's just completely not ready for that level. Yeah. And you know, because people say to me, "Oh, I've got to give him credit, haven't you?" For like every credit in the yeah, world, definitely. He's, he's been thrown into it. one of the biggest promotions in the world, and I don't care whether the guy on the roster's also quite quite novicey as well. I don't care. The fact that the other guy's even on Bellator means it's still he's a decent. Fight, isn't it? Yeah. And the fact that Alan Chalmers can handle Bellator, that's amazing. Yeah. But then if you fought Alan Chalmers, that you know, that's be a bad knife. It's him, a hundred to one shot for Alan <laughs> Chalmers, yeah, because of the work you've put in, yeah. the experience you've got. He's never been to South Africa yeah. and walked out in Cape Town in front of a, part, a crowd that are screaming at him and booing yeah. him to fight for a world title. He, he he can't get that experience now because he's already at Bellator. That's, yeah, as we were saying about Russian, it's like there's reasons why we sign with the FC. Yeah, um, just get them them little things that it's impossible to get unless you sign. Like Tom knows what he's doing. That's why we've yep. done it. Just got to trust it. Well, that's it. I think you can get experience going with someone and being in the corner when they fight for a title and being in the dressing room and maybe being backstage and get a taste for it. But until you've actually done it, until you've actually made that walk, until yeah. you've been the guy doing the press, doing the media, doing the, the you know the, the fans and fighting for the title and everything else and walking out for five rounds and doing a camp for five rounds and you can't buy that experience. You've got that now. Yeah. You've got that in your locker. So heading into this brand new chapter with Bellator, you must be like, I'm perfectly yeah, placed here to make a run, a proper exactly run. Exactly what it is, especially with that like that little break we've had. It's just like made me so much more eager to get out now, yeah, and just show everyone what we've been doing as well. Last twelve months, of course. Does the does the loss still hurt? Yeah, definitely. It's always going to, isn't it? So we're like, 
you don't want to lose, do you? Especially in a world title. In the first fight, it was hard to take that, but yeah. But there's there's a reason why it's happened, and then this opportunity's come up now, and this is where it's all starting to come together, and this way we're going to show everyone what we've been doing. Yeah, there's a reason why it's happened, and is there an element as well? Let's say you win the world title in EFC. Let's say the jury does go straight into Bellator. Is there a chance in the back of your mind you're like, I've clocked this game, this is easy. Whereas that loss maybe has brought you back down to earth a Definitely. bit to go, you've got a graft. Well, as I was saying before, I watched me fights back and I'm thinking, why am I doing that? Why am I just like getting dead? Because like, I'm always aggressive fighter anyway. But little things, I'm thinking, oh, why was I doing that then? <laughs> Obviously I've learned from it now and then that's where we're going to see a different me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Still aggressive though. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'd expect nothing less. Uh, Bellator Birmingham, May the 4th, the formerly known as the NEC Arena. It's going to be absolutely cracker. There's so many brilliant fights on there. You'll hear plenty more from me in the build-up to that show, as I say, first week in May. Uh, stick around, coming up in part three. Me and Big Tasty are going to talk LFC ahead of the Porto game tonight. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. If you just joined us, Gavin Big Tasty Hughes is in the studio. Newly signed Bellator lightweight makes his Bellator debut on May the 4th in Birmingham. Takes it on Mohamed Yaya, who's going to get knocked out, let's be honest. And then we're going to make a push. Then we're going to jump on that mic and really make a push. I touched on it earlier on, my mate. Last time you were in, you were t- telling us about Titanium MMA yeah. and some of the young lads you had coming through there and girls, some of the classes. How's it going? Really good. They're busy. Um, just love teaching the kids and everything. Um, but like fully established gym now, as I say, we've got Marcus Lewis, he's the Cage Warriors yep. amateur champion. Yeah. Um, we've got Liam O'Shawn, as he just recently won on Almighty. He's fighting again in the pool. The Olympia. Um, we've just had a few few of the kids fighting on the weekend on Ice FC. Brilliant. It's hard doing that, like. Yeah. You know, something like nine and ten. Do you know what I mean? It's young now, isn't it? So what's the, rule, so what's, the what's the rule set on that? No headshots. Yeah. Um, just body, like obviously, but it's still hard to watch. Yeah. They can, but they can take down and go for submissions. Yeah, take down, all submissions, that stuff. Yeah, punch yeah. the body, kick, kick yeah. the body, kick the legs, everything. So even the ground and pounds to the body yes, only. The body, yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. right, and it shouldn't of be course. having trauma at that age. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But that is that hard to see because they're Definitely. like your babies a little yeah. bit, aren't they? <laughs> so they've only trained with me as well. Like one of the lads, he um, he had his arm caught on an armbar, but I think he's hit his arm because he just wouldn't tap. But um, he was a little bit older than him. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to watch. Is it is it harder to watch the kids than than fight yourself? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even when you watch it, like, even when you're with your teammates in the corner, it's hard. Yeah. Because, you know, it's tags, you can't do nothing, it's can you? It's out of your control, yeah. Because you can see stuff. Yeah. And you're like, hey, do this. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was hard, though. But I, Ice, Ice FC was a, it's a good top show, like, and yeah. good experience for the kids going, going out and at that age. If I'd done that at that age. Imagine it. Yeah, imagine what they're going to be like in a go. Well, that's it. You know, it's pe- scary that next generation of pe- MMA fighters. People forget that MMA is only 20, 25 years yeah. old, really. I know, I know, predates that, but you know, with Valley Tudo and things like that. But, but like officially all together, guys, yes, in the, the unified rules is what 20 years old or whatever it yeah. is. You know, it's it's nothing. And we think we've seen superstars already, the likes of John Jones or George St. Pierre, but. The, ta- the, the talent's it's just going to be off the it? chart Even in another 10, the am- 20 years. The amateur side of it now is just totally like, like, doing, like, 
like the most fights you watch now it's like pro fights aren't yeah. they yeah like the standard the amateur card now like the amateur scene just unbelievable because this is the fear the fear, you know that we're probably seeing now hitting the early 20s the first generation of pure mixed martial artists yeah. that started this sport as mixed martial arts you know, most people of the generation above and beyond that started as in boxing started or wrestling soon, yeah. or whatever it may be, and then MMA came along. And it along. is hard to transition it then, like, because no matter what you go to back, you go back to what you said in nature too. Exactly. So imagine if you're a, if you're six or seven or eight now, plus obviously the level of coaching has jumped up yeah. a million miles as well. Good luck trying to get an MMA coach in the UK 15 years ago even. You know, there was probably a handful of them around the country if you were yeah. lucky. So try and be a six or seven year old and getting attention then. It's changed so much now. You know, your your, your kids are babies and yet they've got you as a coach. You're, you're fighting on Bellator. So that's know. what's good about them having an active coach still now. You know, I'm still fighting. I'm not, I'm long, like I'm long off retired. I'm very long, but they've, I'm still learning myself. So I'm passing that on to them. Of course. What are the kids like? Do they want to come and see you fight? Or do the yeah. parents want to see you fight? Yeah. I get a babysitter, we're coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying before, like we've got a coach from the gym. And there's uh, like an 86 seater just from the gym. Brilliant. So the the, the support the support always been there. It's yeah. just obviously we signing with the FC. Of course. Being stuck out a little bit, but that's why um, Bellator are going to get a shock at the support. Well, that's it. Well, it'd be nice. It, it, it's nice for the kids as well because obviously you've been fighting in South Africa, yeah. so they're trying to watch it on streams, no doubt in the playground. Well, we used to put a big screen up in the gym as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of but course. Like, so they always go and watch it there. But this time they can actually go. They can yeah. physically see you fight, and and that's you know. I was funny enough. I was talking to Mike Grundy about this just a few weeks ago after he made his UFC yeah. debut. He got his win, and he was saying, you know, he he was ultimately just to his fight. Obviously, the night itself didn't pan out for the team, but for him, he was like, you know, I'm buzzing, and I I just know when I go because he teaches like hundred kids a night wrestling. I know when I go back, the kids will be looking at me yeah. differently. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because they're like, "Wow, our coach is a UFC fighter. Like, you're gonna have the same thing. Yeah, our coach is a Bellator. Our coach is making a go with the Bellator title, making a run for it. Which is can't put a price it's on awesome, that. Yeah. Imagine walking back into Titanium, you know, two years from now with the belt, with the Bellator belt, and just going, "There you go, kids. That's awesome, what it's all yeah. about." <laughs> the smile on your face. You're smiling, <laughs> getting carried away. Yeah. Um, speaking of babies, second one on the way. You've said that's it. Putting a limit girl. on it. Why? Why are you putting a limit on it? I'm a lot older than you. You see, I can't, I can't really handle it. You're still a relatively young man. I can't really say. Me, oh, right. me, me missus is getting on now. A bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. I thought you were going to say I'm going to focus on my career now. You know, I, I can't be changing nappies you know every like, like, next I, ten years. I, I said like I'd be done it too, but I could, I could have more like now. Yeah, yeah. But until this she's one, not, until the second one, she's done now. She's stuck on well. at the minute because yeah. I'm training all the time. If I'm not training, I'm teaching. She's got Rosie. Yeah. She's active at the minute. She's she, yeah. So how old's Rosie? Nearly two now. Right, okay. I've got a two-year-old going on three. She's chaos. It's boss, but it's hard. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I've got a little boy who's, who's coming up. He's starting school in September. He's four five at the end of the year. And my daughter's two going on three in June. And he's good as gold. He, he's so well-behaved. He's so loving. He's all about hugs and kisses and everything. And she just rules the roost. Does she? Oh, yeah. yeah. She, but she has since the day she was born. And that's when I was like, that's it. Is she daddy's girl? Uh, no. no. I wish she was. I wanted to be. Uh, but, uh, but oh, no. She's all about mummy. Hopefully that's going to change. I'm working on it. You know, I'm putting, the, I'm putting the ground working. She will be a daddy's girl, ultimately. <laughs> I've got another girl on the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, right. So that's why you need to stop there. Yeah, that's why just I'm Just stop there. <laughs> stop. Two girls. Brilliant. Um, 
has becoming a dad changed your outlook on on fighting, on the sport, on your profession, on your career, on your directions, on your goals? Yeah, a little bit more so on the money side. I've never done it for money. Yeah, I've done it because I just like to fight, and I'm just. I don't think but any no. MMA fighter would start it because they no, they're doing it for the money. Yeah, if you if you die in the wrong sport, yeah, definitely. But I think now it's starting to change now, isn't it? So it's like there is a lot more money being pumped out. Of course, now. obviously with shows like Bellator coming coming to Europe and well, you're not starting anymore, so it's slightly different. You know, to get to this position you are now, now you can start going. Okay, now I'm going to start getting paid. Yeah, you've put the groundwork in. It's the last three years where you. You couldn't have done it for the money then, because there was no money in yeah, it. Yeah, it's always cost you to fight there. Really. Well, that's it. But now you're at the point, you're on one of the biggest shows on the planet. You know there's going to be opportunities, and you know as long as you keep winning, your check will keep getting bigger. Yeah, definitely. So that's why it changes. But, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror with the cauliflower ears, with the two daughters and all that, do you, do you kind of think, why, why did I choose fighting? Or or has it made you go, I'm doing this for them now? This, this is what... It's made me a better person, though. Like no matter what, like the the, the circle you get around with MMA, people just get their total different look, outlook to it. It's not. It's like I've met the best people through through this game yep. by far. Yeah. The most age of friends for life. Like do you know what I mean? So, but it's made me a better person. So for me to be a better person, passing that on to my kids now, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and the the students are teachers as well. Of course. I know that- I'm a better person from the sport. You, you know, a lot of people think that's quite strange to say. Yeah, I think on the outside looking in, people who don't understand fight sports or have never engaged with fight sports expect everybody in fight sports to, to be, be a bit of a Neanderthal, yeah. be a quite aggressive, yeah. to be, you know... You have got the energy, you can't but, be honest. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. It's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. The reason I've been in fight sports for 20 years is because the best people in my, I've ever met in yeah. my life are in fight sports. The nicest people in fight it sports. Is. And not only that, everyone in fight sports is on a journey to be better themselves yeah. everybody wants to improve everybody wants to be and everybody supports each other especially with dead lucky in Liverpool because everyone in Liverpool just goes like we're together we all yeah. support each other doesn't matter whether you're a boxer a kickboxer an MMA fighter we're all supporting each other and that's lovely it's great to be a part of that community but also show me a fighter that isn't obsessed about nutrition and health and well-being everyone's on that train as well yeah definitely so it's a nice community to be involved yeah. in once you look past the flat noses and the cauliflower ears <laughs> Everyone's all right. We're nice people. You know? Come and say hello to us. Yours are all right. The terrible accent. <laughs> Come and say hello. sometimes with the kids and you want to teach them. Yeah. I'm speaking like, I'm teaching them and they're not, they're not listening to me. They're just looking at my ears. <laughs> just standing like in a trance in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This, um, this journey that you're on as well, you know, for like your partner and your family and now Bellator's at the door. Do you feel a little bit like See what I mean? Yeah. This, this is what told I was, you so. Yeah, told you. <laughs> told you we'd get here, didn't I? Yeah. Because it is hard. It's hard for me, missus, as well. Like, obviously, saying never hardly there if, t- if not working, I'm training. And then when you're at home, as, as I said before, you're falling asleep, aren't you? You're watching something. You're yeah. Half a curve. Yeah. But Show me a fighter that's not suffering from narcolepsy, and I'll show you someone so that's you not training hard enough. I know. So I live off coffee, innit? Exactly. Every fighter walks around with a coffee in their hand. That's another thing coffee called coffee experts. Yeah. Every fighter's a coffee expert as well. That's another thing. But it, it, it's good for them to go like, all this work has been worth yeah. it. You know, especially with your partner because you're like, you're doing all this work. You're not, you're falling asleep of a night. You're, you're making all these sacrifices and then you're fighting in South Africa. Yeah. So, you know, and she's like, oh. Yeah, you're going on oldie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, ain't that the truth? But it, 
she can't really experience any of that with you. No. Whereas now with Birmingham, hopefully she gets down there. There'll be a media week. There'll be a lot of stuff around it. And you'll be able to, you'll be able to taste it a little bit more yeah, and go, so okay, you can see where the now. direction's going. Especially when you rock that mic and get the show to Liverpool and your main event at the, let's call let's say what it is, the Echo, the Echo. Arena. That'd be the one, wouldn't it? doesn't it? sound right, MLS, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But the, once you're rocking out the Echo Arena, imagine the kids going to school, our coaches headlining the Echo Arena on Saturday. Sounds, sounds good, that, doesn't it? But it's a, listen, at the end of the day, if you don't it's aspire happen, for these it's things, if you don't manifest these things, yeah. they'll never happen. You've got, to, you've got to focus on it. And I maintain if it was only that until getting on the mic and going, come to Liverpool, that's it. The show better yeah, come One of the main thing is obviously winning the fights now, but I've got the support. The support's there. You just got to go go there, do, do the fumbe. Yeah. Get the win and do then start the calling it. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking about the fumbe, before we sign off, Liverpool, Porto, tonight at Anfield, you're the big red like me. What do you think this season? Do you think we're going to win Champions League in the league? Do you think the double? Can it happen? I reckon, I reckon the double's coming. Like, yeah. See, I'm, I'm the same. Everyone I speak to about it who's not a Liverpool it's gonna, fan. Obviously, it's close. Like, of course, but, you know, it's going to be. Listen, everyone I speak to who's not a Liverpool fan. Adam Katsu does the fight disciples with me. He's like, listen, if Liverpool win the league this year, beating this Man City team, it'll be the greatest Premier League upset in history. And I'm like, come on, Leicester won in a few years ago know, against that, all the odds. But he was saying. That was the season when everyone blew it. Everyone and Leicester there. just kind of ran through the middle. Whereas this is this Man City team could be the best team in Europe, we're being told. I, I personally think this Liverpool team could be the best team in Europe. We're yeah, in the definitely. quarterfinals of the Champions League as well. Sounds, sounds good doing the double like that. Oh, mate, imagine it. Imagine doing the double this year. So that'd be a nice way to... So what you want to do is, let's get this mic sorted. So you've got you're fighting on May the 4th. Liverpool have just won the league. That's signed and sealed. Champions League's around that time, and it's the Champions yeah. League final. Liverpool are probably going to play. It'll probably be Man City. Then you're going to be slap bang in the middle. Listen, it's like when the Beatles and Bill Shankly's Liverpool and all that came together at the right time. That's when you get on the mic and Go be on, like, man. "Come on, Bellator, Liverpool's where it's happening." Yeah, it is, isn't it? And what we'll do is we'll pull strings. If we can get the we can get Bellator to come to Liverpool and say, "What do you think, August?" That'd be nice, May, yeah. June, July, August. That's a nice camp, yeah. August, start a new football season, get Mo Salah down there with the with the Premier League and the European Cup to walk you out. Do you know Listen, it could Stands happen. Stand seeing me head now. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. You've got to manifest these yeah, things. Yeah. It, it could happen. Honestly, we'll pull some strings. We'll make it happen 100%. Listen, thanks so much for Thank much. coming into the studio, mate. Much appreciated. Great to see you back. Great to see you nice and healthy. No black eyes. And more than anything, mate, I'm just excited to see you fight in the UK again. Because it, it's nice having you on the show. But having to stream your fights after they all did you know the result and all that, we yeah. can't. You can't build a fan base like no, that. No, you can't, can you? But when you're in when you're in Birmingham, it'll either be on Channel Five on Sky Sports. I'll keep everybody notice of when the fight's happening, and we'll be getting three for prices one as well. Not only is Big Tasty on there, of course, but Rob Beach and Lee Chadwick are on there too. So cracking card, can't wait. Great to have you back. Pass on my regards to Tom. Well, dude. And uh, good luck with the rest of your camp. Mm. You've been listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Stick with us all next week. As I say, we're in New York. New York City, baby. We're going over there for Amir Khan versus Terence Crawford. Going to be loads of stuff, including this show, live from New York next week. Loads of stuff on our social media. Loads of videos uh, in and around that fight. Um, and also, I'll be back here next Tuesday. Uh, with a full preview to that event and then obviously the week after the breakdown of what goes on 
as long as with Liverpool fight news, sorry, along the way. Don't forget, keep posted this week. Callum Smith's opponent for the AJ undercard, which is coming in June, should be released this week. We'll have it all over our social media. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.